What is going on, everyone? We're back. I'm back. Another episode of the Booker Training Mini Podcast. And if you haven't listened to the last podcast titled The Best Podcast Yet, Shooting a Breeze with my buddy Joe, you should go give it a listen because it doesn't give you a lot of information about anything necessary, but it's just a good listen. 48 minutes, 11 seconds. If I said 50 minutes, some of you guys have been correcting me, so... My apologies on that one. But, uh, yeah, definitely go give it a listen on Apple Podcasts or Spotify because things got a little weird, and we filmed the podcast while Joe was working out over a FaceTime call while I was doing a previous podcast, and we just kept things rolling, and it got pretty interesting. We got into some weird, interesting conversations, so go give a listen if you haven't yet. But I'm back on two days later, and I'm here shooting another podcast. Today we're going to be talking about the worst fat loss myths. But before we get into that, it's Sunday today. It's pretty windy out. It's blowing like 20, it looks like. Um, finally back to work. Third day of work yesterday. Um, two days I'll be six weeks post-operation from labrum surgery. So, So I'll finally be able to... I already took the sling off, but that's when I'm supposed to take the sling off. I got a meeting or or a appointment with my doctor to see how things are going, um, and I will let you guys know how that goes, of course. But yeah, Sunday, pretty windy out. Uh, I'm not working today, so thought I'd hop on a podcast and shoot about the worst fat lossness. But I hope everyone's summer's going pretty well. Mine's going pretty well. It's can't believe it's already, what, July 9th, maybe? That's pretty crazy. Um, summer's flying by, but it's been fun. So, And if I were to say to go back to school, like, tomorrow, i say I wouldn't be necessarily ready, but I could do it. Um, summer's been pretty fun so far, so I would say I would go back to school, but uh, I'm going to enjoy the next month and a half before we actually head back and uh, enjoy every moment of it. So today, we be talking about the worst fat loss myths, and I kind of said it at the beginning of my last podcast um, with Joe, that I wanted to shoot this podcast the other day, but then I was in a weird mood and kind of bored and didn't want to shoot this, this one, so we shot that one, and things went down weird roads, but today we're talking about the worst fat loss myths, and I've been reading a book called Bigger, Leaner, Stronger. It's like 400 pages, but it's a pretty great book about um, just about the body and improving it mindset-wise, um, physically and cognitively. So this is where I'm getting a lot of the good information from and just trying to expand knowledge and then hopefully share it with you. But we're going to start with the first one. And if you guys um, have ever heard this one, you probably have because I talk about it all the time. But the first myth is calories in versus calories out is bad science and like I said it's a myth so that is wrong but a lot of people think that you know calories in versus calories out is not a great way to look at weight loss or fat loss necessarily but it all comes down to energy balance and people you know they always say oh I'm eating you know such little food and why am I not losing weight well first of all it's because if you're tracking it you're not tracking your food right you're missing some things. Um, 
but also you're overeating and you're trying to tell yourself that you're not overeating. So you're kind of cheating yourself out. Um, but it, it basically just comes down to this, how to gain weight, right? If you eat more calories than you expend to lose weight, the opposite, right? You're going to spend more out, more calories than you eat. And then to maintain weight, this is the one where there's calorie calculators out there that you can check at. But maintaining weight, um, uh, basically eating the same amount of calories that you expend. So how much you eat is more important than what you eat. And this is also, a lot of people think this is a myth, but if it really comes down to energy balance in the body and how to gain and lose weight, how much you eat is more important than what you eat. And you can think about it this way, how people have lost weight and lost fat from not even exercising because basically it all comes down to energy balance. And I'm not saying that, you know, the macronutrients and how the foods that you eat, how they're composed isn't important, but on the hierarchy of, you know, the, you could say the most important part of the pyramid, I would put um, how much you eat a little bit above or more on the base of, of what you eat. Moving on to myth number two, carbs and sugar make you fat. And that is a myth just because it kind of goes along with calories in versus calories out and how energy balance is more important than, you know, what you're eating. And so I, I, there's a little study that was in the book, and scientists at Harvard of Public Health found no difference in weight or fat loss between people who consume 65 45 and 35% of their calories from carbs for two years. So if you've ever tried calories, you, you know that you kind of have a target range for you know what percent of your macronutrients are carbs, proteins, and fats. And in this study, they had people eating 65 45 and 35 percent of their diet made up of carbs and like it said there was no difference between um, weight or fat loss over that two year span so like i said for the fourth time relating back how much you eat is more important than what you eat and simply as this no food can make you fatter only overeating can right just like you're not going necessarily that much healthier from eating one salad you're not going to you know, gain fat from eating one bad meal. It's all about over time. And yeah, moving on to myth number three. And this is a myth that people, you know, kind of make themselves believe just because in their mind they want to give up or they want to move on to a new diet or they want to take a break. Or, But this one is some people just can't lose weight and that couldn't be the biggest myth. Just like people say some, oh, I can't gain weight just eat more food, right? When I was in, was a freshman, I was like 155, and I was pretty skinny, and I was one of those people that said, man, I have a tough time putting on weight, so what did I do? I just ate a ton of food. Sometimes I would eat to the point um, 4,500, 5,000 calories until the next bite would possibly make me throw up. I was just shoving food down my throat because I wanted to gain weight, and Sometimes when it comes down to that, you have to do it. But we're talking about the opposite here. And some people just can't lose weight. They blame it on their metabolism. But the number one reason you can't lose weight is simply because you're eating too much. And if you're tracking, I kind of already talked about it. But you know how little bit of peanut butter a tablespoon is? But some people probably grab four tablespoons and say, oh, that's one tablespoon. I'm going to put that you know, into my log, right? And it's so easy to miscalculate calories eaten. You go for a handful of nuts and you forgot to track it. If you're tracking, 
could be two, three hundred calories, simply. And like I said, some people overestimate a ton. It could even come down to there was a study, I forget, you know, the basics behind it, but people were underestimating their calories that they were eating by fifteen hundred up to twenty five hundred calories and that that's like a whole day of eating. So if you really want to, you know, get down to losing weight and fat and you're tracking, make sure you're tracking right. Possibly using a scale or measurements. And one thing that's really interesting that most people don't know about food manufacturers. So people that, you know, big big food companies who are um, putting their nutrition information and calories on the back of their label, they're able to underreport calories by 20% and it can still pass FDA inspection. So like I said, a lot of, a lot of people don't realize that, but the... You know, granola bar or, you know, lean cuisine, maybe not lean cuisine, but like a meal that you're eating, they could be off by 20% of calories. And that could possibly be an extra 200, another 100 calories that you're putting into your body that you have no idea. And it passed FDA inspection, but you're eating it and you're not able to track it. Moving on, myth number four. You can eat and drink whatever you want. And your cheat meals and a lot of people see the biggest problem that I see with diets is that people allow themselves to have cheat meals and there's nothing wrong with having a cheat meal but so many people go way too overboard and you have to realize that there's no calorie reset button at midnight right so if you you know you're tracking your days but you have a cheat day and you're just eating all day eating junk food eating bad meals eating you know high levels of simple carbohydrates and if you're on 11 o'clock and then you eat some ice cream and you eat you know cookies and blah 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 and then you're like 11 30 all right i'm gonna stop go to bed and wake up and then you just restart your calories for the next day but you have to realize your body physically has no reset button at midnight so it's not like okay yesterday i went a little overboard but today i you know my body just forgot about it no that doesn't really happen so you have to you realize that the more you eat in your cheat meals and the more you go overboard, the less you're kind of going to be behind. Um, so don't go all out on your cheat meals um, unless you're the rock. And if you've seen his videos, he eats like a whole table full of food um, for his cheat meals. That's pretty cool. Go check it out on YouTube. Myth number five. We're halfway there, almost. You can burn the fat covering your blank. And a lot of people don't realize that you cannot target fat loss. Yes, you can lift weights uh, of certain parts of your body, your arms, your legs, and you can grow muscle in those areas, but you can't choose where your body burns your fat. You can't target fat loss. And a lot of people do, you know, a ton of sit-ups and they're like, oh, I'm going to get abs from doing all these sit-ups. All you're doing is building more muscles in your abs, but you're not going to you know, burn the fat necessarily in your abdominal area. The only way to burn the fat covering your blank or your specific um, body part that you want to is by exercising, you know, doing cardio, or you can even burn fat from lifting weights, resistance training, but you don't decide, your body decides for you. And a lot of people don't realize that so muscle muscle growth can aid in fat loss but doesn't directly burn the fat covering your specific area 
And so, lastly, like I said, fat loss occurs in a whole body fashion. Myth number five. On to myth number six. Dieting can damage your metabolism. And a lot of people blame, you know, specific diets or whatever um, on ruining or damaging their, their metabolism. It's called metabolic damaging. And they always say, you know, dieting has screwed up my body. But it's not permanent. It would take extreme measures to really damage your metabolism such as, you know, extreme starvation and such. But there's three great ways to increase or improve your metabolism if you want to. And it's not the pills that you see on the shelf at GNC or the ones at Walmart that they try to sell you a multivitamin and just put metabolism on the front. But the three ways are to eat a high-protein diet, exercise, and nutrition. And those are three ways that can raise your metabolism don't try to go and buy, you know, schemes or fall into the traps of the advertising that you see everywhere on Instagram, everywhere on commercials and such. And yeah, number seven, dieting can send your body into a starvation mode. That's a myth. And this kind of goes off the other one too. Um, and people always say, oh, my weight loss stops. You know, I've lost too much weight. And it's just come to a halt. Um, and they're in this starvation mode in quotations that they can't lose any more weight. And this is kind of similar to the metabolic damage that I was talking about. But there's a study, and this is going back from World War II, and this was in Minnesota. So people had the option to either go to the front line in World War II or take part in this uh, metabolic study. So what these people would do is they'd be in this camp and they would have to march 22 miles per week on top of a bunch of manual labor and they were only eating 50% of their recommended calories. So people doing this amount of work, like I said, the manual labor, they were probably burning a ton of calories a day. But the 50% of the recommended calories, they were probably eating only about 1,500 a day, which is probably 50% of the 3,000 that you know their body was burning from the day from their their neat calories but 1500 isn't that little amount of calories but basically the amount of work that they were doing was not great for their body so 50 percent recommended calories and the study showed that their metabolisms weren't that devastated and they they continued losing weight so if you think that because you've lost 20 pounds your diet and you're coming to a plateau that you physically can't burn any more fat or weight from your body you're wrong you might just be in a little plateau and need to change things up a little, but trust me, you can lose more weight, and you will if you desire. After the study, the people, the participants were put back on a 12-week 12 12-week 12 recovery diet, and their metabolisms went back to normal. So this also shows that your metabolism can't, isn't, isn't just going to be completely ruined from going through, you know, a fat loss cycle or a weight gain cycle and such. Moving on to the next one, eating more smaller meals is better for weight loss than fewer larger ones. And if you've heard this fad or this this on Instagram, oh, you should eat eight small meals a day and you, your metabolism will be better or it's better for fat loss because you're not going to, you know, eat a large meal or such. Don't listen to that at all. Your metabolism doesn't speed up, according to research. And there was a study where people, believe it or not, ate as little as one meal a day and others ate as much as 17 meals a day probably thinking what 17 meals a day but it was probably just 
you know, really small snacks all throughout the day, but there was no difference in metabolism. So think about, you know, intermittent fasting or people who tell you to eat eight meals a day and you think, oh, your metabolism is going to be so great if you do this, that that is false. Um, there's also no effect on satiety levels, so your hunger levels um, and your fullness levels and also your metabolism. But it showed that more meals lead to a lower level of satiety. Moving on, number nine, two more left. If you're sticking around this long, I appreciate you. Um, I got someone to talk to right now, and that's you. So stick around for the last two. The last one, you have to exercise to lose weight, and I kind of already talked about this a little. It goes back to calories in versus calories out. You do not need to exercise to lose weight. People have done it just by simply being in the kitchen, eating the right food, the right meals, tracking their macronutrients, their calories and such, and it all comes down to being in a calorie deficit, right? And I hope you've understood that by now because I've said it a million times, but calories in versus calories out. Number 10. Myth number 10. Cardio is better for fat loss than weightlifting. And man, this is a great one that a lot of people don't fully understand. They want to lose weight. They go on the treadmill. They run for an hour. They never pick up a weight. They go on the elliptical machine. They go on 10-mile walks. They're thinking, man, this is the best way to lose fat, and this is all I'm going to do. And that's false. So cardio is better for fat or for weight loss, but not fat loss. And if your goal is to lose weight, you should probably rethink your goal because your goal shouldn't necessarily be to lose weight, but it should be to lose fat, right? And maybe you're at, I'm just thinking hypothetically, maybe you're at 180, you want to get down to 165, and that would be best for you. But what about thinking, all right, you're 180, you want to get to 165, but what if you were to get to 175 and lose, you know, 10 pounds of fat, but also gain five pounds of muscle and end up at 175 from 180 and look way better than if you were at 165 after losing 15 pounds of weight. And so that would be compiled of a little bit of muscle and fat. But think about it that way, right? It's too easy to eat back the calories that you lose from, from doing cardio. So, you know, if you were to run a couple miles, you might burn two, three hundred calories. But you realize that two, three hundred calories is simply eating two handfuls of nuts or eating a scoop of peanut butter on a small piece of bread. So it's way too easy to eat those calories back, um, whereas in weightlifting, it tends to burn more calories throughout the day, throughout the night, because your muscles are still repairing. And we think back to metabolism, there's still chemical reactions going on in your body. And your body adapts to the exercise to reduce calorie expenditure. So I was trying to talk about this earlier too a little bit. But if you run three miles and at the beginning of your, your journey you burn 300 calories. Okay. And then two months later you run the same three miles but you've lost 10 pounds. You're not going to burn 300 calories still. Because your body adapts to the exercise to reduce calorie expenditure. Like I said. And lastly we got a study on this one too. And I found this really interesting. It was in the book that I was reading. But it's from Duke, and there was 196 subjects ranging from 18 to 70 years old. So we have a large sample size here. But think think about this in your head. So group one, 
there's three groups. Group one did three one-hour resistance training workouts per week. So they lifted weights one hour, three times a week. Group number two, jogged three times a week for 45 minutes. So we have lifted weights three times, jogged three times, and then group three did both resistance training and cardio. So they mixed up a little bit and did a little bit of both. So I want you to think about those three groups and think to yourself, who lost the most weight? Not fat, weight. Okay, what's your answer? The answer is group two, okay? Group two lost the most weight, but they also lost the most muscle as well. So like I said, your goal should not be to lose just weight. It should be to lose fat and gain muscle at the same time. So group two, as you said, those are the ones who jog three times a week for 45 minutes. They lost the most weight, but thinking of the next question, who lost the most fat while also gaining muscle? Group three survey says group three. Group three was the one who did both resistance training and cardio. So they lost the most fat, which should be your goal, while also the gaining the most muscle, which should also be your goal. You're going to look better. You're going to look more toned. You're going to burn more calories while you're sleeping and throughout the day than cardio. It's harder to eat those calories back. So if you were to get one thing out of this whole podcast, it should be to add resistance training to your workout routine. Don't just do cardio. Also, don't just don't just lift weights, um, depending on your goal, obviously. Um, some people might just want to lift weights. But if you also want to stay in good shape, for your, you know, your cardiorespiratory system and be in better shape, better endurance, I would add a little bit of both. But like I said, if you were to get one thing out of this podcast, go pick up a weight. But we just got through 10 of the worst fat loss myths, and I hope you enjoyed it because I did. It was fun. And, uh, yeah. So let me know. Five stars, that'd be great. Um, also, like I said, though, go listen to the last podcast. It's 48 minutes and 11 seconds. Shooting the Breeze with Joe, the best podcast yet. We got the views racking up, and I'd appreciate another view if you haven't already listened to it. So go check it out. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts now. I just got on Google Podcasts, too. So uh, I don't really know whoever used Google Podcasts, but... If you do, you can look up the Booker Training podcast and check it out. I've also got episodes ranging all the way back. I'll read a couple of titles out for you. Too Afraid to Go to the Gym, Fad Diets, Lifting for Beginners, Not Seeing Results. Maybe You're in a Fitness Slump, I got a podcast about that. Another Shoot in the Breeze, I got a funny one with my buddy Dave. First week of college, Building a Healthy Relationship with Food, that's a great listen. I want to go check that one out. That was from June 22nd of last year. Perfect, perfect muscle building workout. I got one on caffeine too. Um, why you aren't building muscle and such. But maybe go check out a couple ones if you got time. Throw it on while you're laying in bed or you're going for a drive. Or maybe a walk or a workout. And uh, let me know what you thought about it. I'm always up for suggestions or possibly guests on the show. Uh, shoot me a message on Instagram. If you're... Would be possibly down to that and maybe a topic to talk about or we can talk about it together. But thanks for tuning in. 
I appreciate my fans and my listeners because that's why I do it. I don't need thousands of views on podcasts and on Instagram and likes. As long as I'm getting out to even one person or maybe five or ten and they're learning something or they're gaining knowledge or maybe possibly motivating them to go hit the gym today or tomorrow or even just thinking about it because eventually they probably will. But that's the goal. That's why I do it. So thanks for sticking around and uh, we'll see you in the next episode. Peace.